Hi guys, welcome to Beauty and BS. We have a really fun episode planned today. My name is Em. And I'm Sam. And let's get this party started. So from the first episode we posted a couple weeks ago, a lot of people were wondering how Sam and Tyler met in the strip club portion. And we just recorded the whole thing and I didn't know how... um, yeah, we just realized <laughs> it was a little R-rated, yeah. so... It wasn't even BS. It was, like... R-rated. Yeah, it was a little too much. It was much. a little scandy. But give the vague, the very vague, when my mom listens to this, she won't cry <laughs> version. Um, it was the night that I graduated skincare school. My uncle took us, took me out on the town, and I was looking super ugly. I was smelling like fish fry, because I worked at Village Inn at And the time. we didn't know this till right now. I worked at IHOP, too. And we did fish fry, too, so another thing we have in common. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and um, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go hang out with, you know, people that are my uncle's age, yeah. right? And he just takes me to this huge meat fest of, like, guys that are all my <laughs> age. <laughs> meat fest. And so we, like, go downtown, and we're trying to figure out, like, what we can do because I'm underage. And then someone's grand idea at the end of the night was, like, strip club. Yeah, because you can be 18 and get in. Yeah. I didn't know that. Anyways, I my experience at the strip club, something happened, and Tyler was a sweet angel, and um was he's just such a gentleman the whole night it was just so crazy and really and touched he bought me. your dinner yeah and he bought my my dinner at the end of the night we ended it at denny's and um at the end of the night you know you know we've been like all cutesy and flirty and then we're at the um back at the house that we picked everyone up from and he's like okay well call me or like text me and i'm just standing there holding my soggy old pancakes from denny's and i just i just like spaced out and i dropped my pancakes right in front of him and we both just keep staring at each other and i look down at the box and he's like are you gonna pick that up i'm freaking laughing so hard i'm crying and i was oh, like was so funny. i was like yeah and then <laughs> And then that was it. And now you're married. <laughs> now we're married. And he's the nicest guy ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tears are seriously flowing down my cheeks. That was so She's funny. like wiping her eyes right I now. I know. That was hilarious. Okay. Well, that clears that up. Um, What are we talking about today? Was that PG? Yeah, that was PG. That was great. Okay, great. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay. So I'm Sam. I am a... We're going to do... We're going to try and work on introducing ourselves. Oh, yeah. I forgot In case, like, any newbies hop on here. Yeah. And, like, don't listen to the intro or whatever. So, I'm Sammy, uh, also known as Sam, but I am a licensed esthetician here in Tucson, Arizona. I am a corrective skincare specialist. I own, run, manage... I'm the only person that works there also <laughs> at Clear Skin Aesthetics. Minus Analia. Oh, yeah. I have Analia, but the only person that does skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, not for long, though. Yeah. Teaser. Ooh, Sam has exciting things coming. Um, okay. Um, and I am... I am... I am M. I am M. And I am M. I am a licensed cosmetologist. I own a hair salon, and that's me. And she just got a remodel on it, and it's I did just get a remodel. It's so cute. I just so want to move upscale. on it. Love the vibes. I love, I love it. it too. It just makes me so happy. 
All right. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about, and this is actually from one of my clients, so thanks Morgan because this was her idea, but we're going to talk about finding your passion because I think that's something that's so hard to do at any age of your life and it's something that's <sighs> so so important. Are you Sorry, okay? I just had like a little, <laughs> a little tickle in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But um, finding your passion because it's something that's so important no matter what season of your life and I think it kind of shapes everything that you do. Yes. Okay, <laughs> we have notes outlined. Yeah, we have notes so outlined. We're, we're gonna try and stay. I'm just on still topic. trying to look through my tears that I was laughing because that was so funny. Um, I think the first thing is like when you have to think about finding your passion is kind of letting go of all of the pressures and expectations that your parents have on you, your friends have on you, society has on you. And again, I think that's at any age. Did you personally face any? pressure or anything like that I think most of my pressure was from myself my parents were very supportive of me doing what made me happy that's awesome yeah and how did they feel about you dropping out of school to pursue beauty my mom didn't care at all no one cared at all and I was talking to Kyle's parents about it I talked to a lot of people about it and I think the only thing holding me back was myself because I had a full ride to the University of Arizona and it was did I want to risk that you know pants no, I was smart in high school. No. <laughs> I was smart for the first two years of high school, and then it was... Yeah. I think my GPA was a f- 4.0. Wow. My GPA was like negative two. Oh. Well, that's cool. At the end of and it. And look at us, successful business owners. <laughs> See, you don't need to be that smart. I just like had fun in high school. <laughs> yeah. And I was a good kid. You were a good child. I was a good child. Um, But I think... It all kind of stems finding your passion is just releasing all of those expectations that you feel you have. Because I think if I wouldn't have thought about it and realized what I wanted and what I loved and was passionate about, I don't think I ever would have left school. And I think I would have continued to do nursing school, continued to do what I didn't love and now be a nurse, making less money than I make now and completely unhappy. So... As you guys are listening to M's story, like throughout these episodes, you'll realize how much of a risk taker she is. Yeah, I she definitely really am. embodies like being a risk taker, and yeah. that's so cool. Like she had a full ride; she was comfy, and she was like, "Screw this, I'm out." Yeah, because it's just not what I wanted, and I didn't want to live a life that I didn't love and wasn't doing what I love. So I'm going to add on to that and not only should you let go of judgments from others, first off, you want to let go of your ego. Absolutely. I run into so many youngsters, you know, in Cosmo school or SD school. I mean, I'm a youngster. Don't get me wrong. But, um. Well, young to the industry. Young to the industry. That's what I mean. Um, you know, you think you're just going to go get licensed. You're going to hop out. You're going to make money. I've also, I had a client, oh my gosh, tangent. I had a client tell me that she was getting her lashes done uh, by a girl who was unlicensed, which, bad. Yeah, not bad, my bad. favorite. But um, uh, last summer is when they, I think it was last summer, when they, when State Board officially made it to where if you want to do lashes, you have to be licensed. So, you know, think about all the girls that have been doing lashes. Yeah, that's that, hard for them. Yeah. But anyway, so she was getting her lashes done from this girl who's unlicensed, still unlicensed. Well, she decided to go to 
school and her sister is going to school and her sister also gets done her lashes done by this girl and this girl all of a sudden started being so nasty to her she's she was um just being like really rude and stingy um like that typical jealousy of thinking that you know she's somehow her being licensed also is going to dip into her finances and take away her clients when that's so far from it there's enough clients to go around for everyone but there's way too many clients there's just but like that is something i ran into in school and then i still am running into and stay in your freaking lane people yeah don't focus on others don't focus on what they're doing don't unless it's for inspiration Mm-hmm. But and when you judge yourself like that, you know, I mean, you're limiting yourself immensely yeah. and you don't even have an idea how have an idea of how you're doing that. But yeah. And I think, too, like when you're comparing yourself to those other people, I think. I don't know. I don't think I would be where I am if I was comparing myself to other stylists. Yes. And I know even in the beginning, I was comparing myself to other salons. Like, well, I want to be like them and do this like them and do that. And I was like, well, what the heck? I'm not them. I want to be something totally different. Exactly. And I think that's something that's so important. And that's how you're going to, you know, how your specific vibe is going to attract your tribe. Uh But it's really challenging. I mean, it's really hard um, because when you do admire someone and something, you want to be like them. And I think there's a very fine line to finding inspiration and then comparing inspiration motivation is totally different than being obsessive and turning into a downward spiral and judging yourself yeah and i feel like which no i still get it i still get into oh yeah everyone does it's not like okay i'm just gonna all of a sudden be like a magical happy person but i think it's how you kind of get out of it like i can always tell when when i start to kind of get in that spiral like oh i'm comparing myself or oh I'm trying too hard to be like them when I am absolutely not them. And your specific personality, uh, how you perform your service, that is all what's going to attract the ideal client for you anyways. Yeah. So you want to focus on yourself, not only on that matter, but that's going to make you more money in the end. Yeah, we like money. <laughs> money. Um, also... Speaking of money, understand you're not going to make money straight out of school, people. I mean, that's so, so annoying for me. I, I mean, when a doctor hops out of medical school, are they making mad cash? No, they're, they immediately have to hop into residency. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, you know, you're fresh, you're green, you're new, embrace it, be yeah. insane, you know, get it, try and glean as much information as possible from other people, get your inspo board, talk with people and surround yourself with people that are going to motivate you, that make you challenge yourself because that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, learning from people you admire, just trying to soak up as much education that's given to you from others also if you're an esty skincare lines literally give you so much continuing education guys yeah and so do hair product lines yes and they're most of them are free because they want you to teach you about their product and how to use it so that you buy it yeah most of them are free exactly and one of my biggest tips too um i mean i didn't come out of school making fat cash but I was doing all right I mean Kyle and I were freshly married I was 
helping pay the bills we were getting by but I think one of my biggest tips and this is for any person in the beauty industry is building your clientele while you're in school if you're building those relationships with the clients um you're you're gonna have almost like a friendship and they'll follow you when I got out of school I would say my um clientele was about 70 percent full it was really full yeah and I was working four days a week behind the chair and I was probably making between 800 and 1200 dollars a week starting out because I did that in school but that's not gonna be the case for everybody absolutely not yeah but I think that's a tip to kind of help when you get out of school is to have been working that full how long is RSC's in school um all I know is in the state of Arizona you have to have 400 hours okay so there's all different so like for cosmetology school it was a year and a half and so a lot of that time we were behind the chair taking clients so it's like yeah that's way longer than relationships because I was in there full time and that was four months oh what the heck yeah that's Mm -hmm. so different and you can't build a clientele so no absolutely not that's why i'm like oh my god absolutely not no i had a year and a half but i mean half that time it's not so much like you're learning anymore you're just practicing behind the chair you know yeah four months Mm -hmm. dude i know Um, that's what i'm saying like when i talk i'm trying i'm talking on on being an sd and talking to other sds because Uh in arizona at least because there are other states that like require like a year or, or two years dang four months is absolutely insane yeah. i wish mine was four months. i literally f- f- okay pretty much sd school is all about sanitation disinfection yeah and just like all the, those cleaning procedures yeah. that's literally pretty much all it is i mean that makes sense though right so because i hopped out stuff. and i was like great i know all the skin types and how to be <laughs> clean <laughs> like, didn't but, know i mean that's a good start and then you do your continuing education with all of those brands and all those things to get to know more yeah dang i didn't realize that i know no and i'm not saying too you're gonna hop out and make fat stacks because most people aren't but i think there are things at least for cosmetologists like building your clientele in school that will kind of help guide yeah that's that. a lot of time yeah, I didn't realize yours were so short. You're probably like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. Um, and what else on that? Note? I think another thing too on, like, is... being in school. Yeah, and when you're in school and even if you're out, is letting go of what you think will happen because life never goes as planned and kind of focus on what will happen. Well, I think as women, we all get stuck up in our heads all yeah. the time too. We're uh-huh. like just prone to overthinking yeah and I think that's why I'm such a risk taker is because if I get an idea or I want to do something I do it I mean I don't do anything that I'm gonna lose my life or my business or whatever but if I get an idea and I think it's the right move I do it and I'm like pros and cons list pros and cons list like Sam's new adventure (laughs) I literally keep telling her stop being a wiener like go do it because I know it'll be good for her um and, and i've I made like i've revised my business plan like five times and I've see so that's much where we're down. so opposite i didn't even go into any of this with a business plan <laughs> zero <laughs> nothing no business plan um but i think but that goes to tell you there are so many ways to get to a certain point like em and i are at a great point with our businesses we're growing um i'm envious of em <laughs> um she's my inspiration 
stop um i'm just saying like in general like you always have someone in the in the industry yeah. that like you look up to well, thank you so much i'm happy um, to be that person and for like for analia that's me because she's always wanted to do skin she's uh-huh. finally going to sd school and, and analia like, if you guys haven't listened to our other episodes analia we um share her she's one of our assistants and does my salon managing stuff helps sam with a bunch of yeah, things. yeah she runs my entire life yeah she is amazing own. but Maze that's balls. who that is um and what was i going with that just that you can oh, get to where it. you want to go taking a lot of different yeah, routes. Yes, there's so many different yeah. ways. So don't get so hung up on how I did it or how M did yeah. it. You have to be true to yourself. And like, and you have to find what works for you. Yeah. If a business plan and looking at all the pros and cons <laughs> like Sam is exactly and like, what you need, a psycho analyzing every no. small And detail. then that's great for you. But if I did that and I sat down and was like, okay, I need to make a business plan. Here's X, Y, and Z. I'd be like, Ew, I don't like this. Yeah. You know, so I think it's just finding what works for you, but really letting go of the things that you're like, okay, I might, this might happen to me. Like I might start this podcast and it might fail and people might hate me and be like, okay, I am going to make this podcast. This will be a success. This will make me money. This Positive will be affirmation. Yeah. Because I mean, that's all you can do. If you go in expecting it to be shit, it's going to be shit. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> I'm serious. And that goes with anything in life. Like my eating habits right now if i eat bad i'm gonna feel bad but you've been doing good every time yeah i have been doing keto i've been on it for like over a month i haven't had one carb i'm in ketosis i check my blood every night Ooh, your blood yeah i pee on it no those things are like not reliable oh i do a little finger prick oh i didn't know my blood put it on them so you're in ketosis right now yeah girl Ooh, that's why i'm so my mom did it and is this right where you're like if you mess up and you eat carbs or sugar yeah you're out of it for like two days before you can get back yeah into it's it. like two to five days oh shit yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and then that's crazy to me yeah and it's hard if you screw up too because you're eating high is, fat is that like motivation for you if yeah you like i have to see the numbers you're screwed yeah that's something for me i have to see the numbers so I don't know. Um, another thing, finding your passion, I think too, is finding your hobby. So like for Sam and I, that's beauty. We love the beauty world. And I mean, your hobby can be anything. Well, my hobby is do. is different than like your hobby is hair. Yeah. But I think everything beauty, like I love, I think my niche is hair. Yeah. I think my hobby is more. Well, your, your niche is your, your beachy balayage, like what you're known for. Yeah. But I feel like I'm known for hair, right? You're known for like specifically balayage though. Oh, the bombest at balayage. I don't even know. But I feel like I'm really like interested in things that are all beauty. Like, but I'm not interested enough to do skin or to do makeup. I find passion in them. Yeah. But but yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, totally, totally. Like, there are so many essays out there that are like, I do lash. Uh, I do lashes. I do brow lamination. Yeah. I do uh, body scrubs. I do blah blah blah. And yeah. I'm like, good job. I'm like, you're doing all of the things, but are you great at any yeah. single one of them? Or are you just mediocre? Yeah, <laughs> across no. I feel the like line. You need to master. Yes. Like three things. Find your think, niche, people. How yeah. do you? How how do you find your niche? So for me, I was looking at things that were the most challenging. Like, most people had a hard time getting a healthy blonde and extensions that blend. So, I was like, cool. That's what I'm going to do because I want to be the best at it. So, I think my niche would be blonding and extensions. Yes. 
That's what makes that cash money, baby. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to be blonde. It's I've true. been blonde and it was definitely way more fun. No, being it's blonde. Not. No, it's not. Um, I heard this thing from another podcast actually about niches and I know it's not said niches, I know, but that's how he said it because it just completes the quote. But it says he said niches get riches, which is really true because if you're a master at a few things Do they also get bitches. I mean, probably so because you're rich, right? Uh, but if you master a few things, you make more money. Yes. So what do you and, think yours are? Well, in finding something you enjoy. So like I loved everything about skin. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out what I loved most until I was actually going through the motion and doing all the, the jobs and all the positions and figuring out, you know, what is Sammy destined. Fun fact. I went to Pure Aesthetics, which is, like, a huge natural skincare school. They, like, your first day there, they give you a whole list of toxic ingredients and, like, tell you to clean out everything that's, like, oh, that you have at home. That's hard because some of them have, like... But that was me. Like, I was obsessed with natural, like, yeah. non-toxic, organic beauty. Can you believe that? And I'm, like, acid green like, now. Yeah, I feel like that's hard to be in the beauty industry <laughs> it'd be really natural but i literally i was like "Ooh, you can get bomb results with just like rubbing strawberries and like orange <laughs> Did you peels believe on your that? yeah oh yeah <sighs> i was like that was me all throughout pure aesthetics i had so much passion for like you know like non-toxic organic beauty yeah and green beauty and green um, skin as i like actually got into like a job and I actually started doing skin that's when I got a chemistry book that's when I really started teaching myself about the layers of the skin um you know the tried and true products like lactic acid so like no no that is so insane and I was like oh my gosh yes there are a lot of fillers and things that are in product that are considered toxic and not useful but it's also concerning price you know a cheap product has all of those cheap toxic yeah. things in there because it's easier to formulate it's so scary did but, you know that in the u.s i just read this in the u.s <laughs> there are only like 11 products that are banned from being in like mm -hmm. health and beauty things oh yeah 11 and yeah. in the uk i think that number is close to 1400 yeah no yeah europe europe has so many things that aren't allowed in there oh it products. is so scary it is so scary yeah that's because capitalism baby oh yikes okay back to your back to your th whatever you were saying because so I think I like you. as i like was figuring out oh i'm actually really into skincare that freaking works yeah you know without obviously all well, the dumb stuff it wouldn't be yeah <laughs> he wanted to work i mean i remember playing around with image after like playing with a few skin script products and like i love skin script but i'm talking like some of their really basic enzymes jumping from that to like one of the enzyme peels from image i was like holy freaking moly i'm like this is done so much just in one treatment and science baby science that's baby. what it's about but f uh, finding something you enjoy like my tip is finding something that you enjoy within your job within your position and just like exploit the shit out of it yeah become a master at it yes i think the more you master your craft too the more money you're gonna make yeah and i think in all parts of the beauty industry there are a lot of holes and a lot of voids that need to be filled um 
and so like for Sam that would be peels and things like that and for me that was extensions and blonding so I think looking at the market and seeing what's missing is where you're really gonna find the most success yeah yeah because there are it's a like a, it's a little bit of both because I found out I I try to blend the best of both worlds you'll either go to a med spa you know um not have maybe the greatest service and this is just me talking off my own personal experience um you know paying an insanely high price point for a corrective treatment or you can go to you know miraval or rubs and just get like a mediocre relaxing facial it's going to do nothing for you yeah and i'm like "Uh," i'm like i want both yeah i'm like i want my face peeled off but also like rub my neck sam gives (laughs) the best neck massages i've ever had in my life I have, like, man hands. They're very strong. They're so (laughs) nice. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And I think another question to ask yourself, too, when you're, like, thinking about finding your passion and and what you want to do with your life, whether it be beauty or not, is are you happy with who you are now and what you're doing now? Yes. At the end of the day, do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel whole? And pick apart, like, the different things that you've done throughout the day. Yeah. And again... For me, I'm like, do a pros and cons list. <laughs> I Like, write down on paper. I loved yelling at Barbara to put away her trash bottle. Yeah. It's like, hmm, maybe you like managing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's, I think if you do break it down to every aspect of your day and what you're doing, I think that does help a lot. Because at the end of the day, you're the most important. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what your parents think, what your boyfriend thinks, what your girlfriend thinks. I mean, it does, but it's not in the point to. Well, and you can't take a look at someone else doing something, making mad cash and be like, well, I'm going to follow that exactly because you're not that person. And I think you got to do you, boo. Yeah, you really do. And I think just sitting back and saying, "Okay, am I happy with the job that I'm at? Am I happy with everything that I'm doing in my life? And if not, I mean, you got to make changes. Okay, so talk about things that made you unhappy at your spa that made you want to leave and go into solo salon what were the things at the end of the day where you're like i don't like this like break it down into like specifics for people i think i don't know it just didn't (laughs) fit it didn't fit my vision it wasn't the look of, of it wasn't exactly what i wanted the people you didn't vibe working I with I didn't them. vibe with. And it's yeah. like, I want people, I want my work people to be like, feel like my family. And they didn't. And it wasn't that they were good people or bad people or it wasn't anything personal. I just didn't fit in. You didn't jive. No, I didn't jive, which was fine. Um, and that was something that was always really important to me. Um, what about you? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to think about and to like pinpoint. I did. Okay. So I really found my niche whenever I left my last spa job before I opened Clear Skin Uh and I went full time on my own. I was like, you know what? I really complain about how much anxiety (laughs) this job gives me, but I love it. Like at the end of the day, like the anxiety and like the struggle of everything I had in that job it's worth it was worth it and it's I was so like wait it. I was like wait I think I'm on to something yeah and I did a pros and cons list <laughs> and I wrote everything down that like made me happy and like that 
I was kind of leaning more towards and I was like oh my gosh I think I actually really like managing yeah and that was when I was like holy crap I'm like okay I need to go on my own I was like because this is one thing I haven't tried I'm like maybe this is it this is my like thing yeah and loving being on my own but I am like so freaking excited to like have a team and like yeah I wanted like the amount of satisfaction that I get off of seeing clients come in with you know happy faces and loving their skin and all my before and afters I know I'm gonna get that same satisfaction from seeing my girls do that yeah absolutely I'm trying to pull up this Instagram post that I just saw that about managing that I thought was so like relatable to um business and everything that we're talking about give me an hour to find it please (laughs) um gosh dang it it was something about being women in the business industry and it was so please tell me there was not like the word girl boss or like no it wasn't it was it was a little girl and she had like a printout of a picture and it was like um it was like something about girls being bossy but in men it's called leadership yeah and I was like what the like why is it like that but I think it's so well there is a difference I think between being a boss and being a leader oh absolutely there is but it's crazy how if we have the role of more like a leader and running things people can see it as bossy but if you were a man it doesn't I could never think you're bossy though really yeah okay good because that's like my biggest thing is I never want to be bossy I think I can I come across as very bossy and rude you do I I I don't think that about you either literally when I like was hiring for um okay tangent when I was hiring for my assistant um I was like I want my interview to be fun like I want it to be fun that's exactly what I do different (laughs) So I started off every single interview with a few things that suck about me. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I was like, I wanted to like bring us down to equals and I wanted us to chat and I wanted them to feel comfortable like from the get go. So I was like, I'm super late everywhere. I'm, uh, <laughs> I can come across as really rude and blunt, like my, my being blunt and honest comes across as being very rude yeah um which i don't think so. i'm learning to like not care about yeah you can't care what other people think but That's i have so, so funny i have, you started like i have that. so many i have so many friends that are like just do it just put yourself out there and i'm like Ugh. yeah it's like the people that know me know that i'm not a real bitch in person uh-huh but they have to get to know you. Yeah, you have to get to Okay, I found the post and it Ooh. says, don't call me bossy. If I were a boy, you'd call me a leader. Ooh. I loved it. I don't know why it just hit home and I just thought of it. And I forgot where I was going to go with it. But I think it's so important to be a leader in, in whatever you decide to and, do. And you're going to run into haters no matter what. Yeah. And who cares? Who cares? So I think one of the last things I wanted to talk about was kind of what drives you. Once you start getting haters, though, that's when you know you're famous. It's honestly, well, I'm not famous, <laughs> but I do have a few and I think it's so fun. I haven't had like, my first like public hater, but I know I have some secret haters probably. Who cares? Who cares? So I'm not as famous as you. But. I'm not even famous. But <laughs> one of the last things I, that I wanted to talk about 
I don't how are we doing on time I don't want to like ramble for no we're six good hours. okay um was what like what drives you and what motivates you and before this podcast my husband asked like are you working to get rich or something what did he say do you remember are you well, it was really is your good. passion to get rich yeah is your passion to get rich and I was like well duh <laughs> like and I'm like my passion is to be happy yeah, no, my passion is definitely <laughs> to make money. But I think knowing that, or he's like, are you working just to get rich? Not only should you make a business plan for your business, but also make a business plan for your life. Yeah, I definitely didn't do that. But I just know that I love my job. That's my passion. And I know that one day I want to be a millionaire and that's what I'm working towards. I want to be a gazillionaire. <laughs> and we'll fly our private jet. <laughs> okay, we're really getting off topic here. I just get so distracted um, we talking to you. got some, like, great points in, though. We did. My biggest piece of advice, <laughs> take the risk. <laughs> it is. And who take gives... life by the balls. Yeah. And just swing. <laughs> <laughs> just swing. Um, no, but <laughs> taking... I can't even think now because I've never heard that and that was too funny. But I think just taking risks and letting go of all of the pressure of society because I think being, I don't know, not being a woman, but kind of. Like sometimes I feel so powerful now, but I think in the beginning I was really nervous. Like, okay, I'm really young. Who's going to want to help me do construction? How am I not going to get ripped off? And I did a lot of those things. I was ripped off. I had no idea what I was doing. And I think I let it happen because I was timid. So I think just letting go of all of the expectations, whether that be college for you or whether that be your parents thinking that you're a college dropout and going to beauty school or because you're a girl business owner or whatever the case may be, I think just letting go of all expectations and realizing I'm in charge of my life. This is exactly what I want to be doing it and do it. And getting into that mindset because no one wakes up like Emily. <laughs> getting into that mindset, like that. you need to positively affirm to yourself all of these things. Like Tyler and I have little affirmations that we say before we go to bed or How when we cute. wake up. That's super cute. And like he's super into that. Yeah, I love that. Just like you know and this is where like my right side brain because i don't have any left side of my brain i don't use that part to be totally honest i don't even know what side of brain does what so right side is like accounting finances numbers nope logistics Mm -mm. left side is like artists me left for sure yeah i'm so right side brain oh i am so left I have good handwriting, though. Oh, not me. Also, um, I just did this thing, which I know a lot of people know, but I don't. I didn't, though. The, it's so common, and I'm going to say it wrong. Do you want me to say it? <laughs> it's the numbers of, like, your personality. How do you say it? Enneagram. Enneagram. Okay. I, I cannot figure myself out on those. Really? I can't. Okay, well, I'm a three, a seven, and an eight. So if Wait, anyone what are sign, those. what sign is... What's your sign again? We talked about this. I don't remember. No, I'm a Libra. What is that? I don't, I don't know. I'm not into star signs, any of this stuff, but I'm trying I, to learn more I about myself. I love signs, but I'm not into like rising moon or no, sun. Me either. I don't know. I, I just know, know like anything. my sign. I don't know anything. I'm a bull. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Taurus. No. See, I know nothing. Well. Okay. What's your number? My number? 
Oh. <laughs> I forgot. I'm a three, a seven, and an eight. I have no idea what those things mean. I need to read deeper into them. But that's what the test told me. Oh, I need to take this test. Do it. I'll send it to you. I've tried, I've I'm tried always, doing that, and I'm like... Yeah. I'm well, all. I'm always curious what other, like, business people are like, you know? Because somehow we all get around like we do our our work but i wonder like what other people are i don't know what's your biggest piece of advice biggest takeaway from today biggest piece of advice is try to work on loving yourself and work on realizing the things about you that are strong points and things that are going to carry you on throughout your career yeah and i think Things that are unique to you. Yes. Because we all have things that are unique to us and things that we love and passions that we love, but it's just finding them. So that's your to-do list for this week. It's Monday. It's a new week. Figure out what you like, who you out, are. Yeah. Hopefully these are some helpful tips to finding yeah. your passion. Because it really is extremely freaking hard. But I think when you do it, you'll be so glad. Dropping out of college was the best decision i've ever made and tears are coming to and tears are coming to my eyes thinking about it i'm so happy i dropped out of college <laughs> they're really coming i am so happy why Aww. am i crying right now this is your emo i'm so emo you guys i haven't cried since 2008 no you haven't <laughs> <laughs> and i'm here bawling so take the risk um why am i crying oh Drop out of college to do whatever you love. But if you need college, stay in. But I didn't. But if college, you need so. college, if you love college, if you want to be a doctor, stay. If you don't, get out. <laughs> don't get out. And I don't know why I just cried, but it's fine. So that's how I have to say. To because she's just full of inspiration. I'm so full of inspiration. It's spilling. And I'm so full of BS. <laughs> oh, there you go. The beauty story. and BS. Well, thanks for tuning in to this week of the beauty <laughs> and the BS. Next week, we should do next week's episode about confidence. Or one of them. Well, give us some feedback. Tell us what you guys want to hear from us. Yeah, what are you struggling with? What do you want to know? I know our first two episodes are kind of more about... I want to talk about managing your finances. Yeah. Because my right side brain is like okay. trying to Okay, and I will just sit there out. and cry more. <laughs> um, Emily's just like, go with the flow. Yeah. No, but let us know what you want to hear more of. Because I know these first few episodes are more of like discovering yourself. But I think that is the, like a major like foundation to building your business and building your brand. And making money and doing all those things. Because you have to be confident in yourself and know your passion and your worth and all those things and like gary v says you're in your freaking 20s if you're in your freaking 20s who the hell's gary v oh my gosh are you serious you don't know who gary v is no wow guys i'm as soon as we're done with this i'm gonna blast some gary v and just shred wait i might see him brain. on instagram is he he's like a just, like, super hardcore yeah super yeah, yeah. hardcore never motivator. mind i know gary v well, Gary Vee gets all these, like, young 20-something-year-olds that are like, oh, I'm not making money. Oh, I'm doing this. And he's like, shut up. You are in your 20s. Like, you're a freaking baby. He's like, you could screw up your life for the next 20 years and you would still be fine. So don't try and rush through all of these things. You know, with Emily, it just happened very naturally because that's how her brain works. She took... <laughs> risks she that's just that was like her journey but at Mine the end was of the a day, little bit slower you're and much more organized than me 
like Much literally smarter. emily didn't even hire on Aaliyah. i was like i already went through and did this like two hour interview with her and she's like yeah i trust you <laughs> yeah just go with the flow i just did all well, i work. trust your judgment because i know you make those pros and cons and get to every nitty-gritty detail and i'm just like let's do it let's go let's see what happens and if i mean no matter what side you're on if it goes good or bad and enjoy, you're in control yeah. and you're in control enjoy the journey enjoy what you do if you don't are not enjoying what you do then freaking change it yeah and no matter how hard or gross or ugly it gets it is such a beautiful journey and i'm so happy to be a business business owner i'm so happy to be a business owner <laughs> i'm so happy to be a business owner <laughs> guys um, i don't know why i'm getting so emotional this episode yeah she's really annoying passion me. is burning inside of me. <laughs> it's overflowing through my eyes and i have pho burning inside me <laughs> yeah you ate a lot of pho anything else you want to say for this week um no, happy Monday, guys. Happy Monday. Follow me, Skincare by Sam. Follow the podcast, Beauty and BS, so you can see, like, the random stuff we do. Yeah. Well, we need to post more stories. And I'm Emma Stylist. Have a great week. <laughs> Have a great week, y'all. Bye-bye now. Bye.